Welcome to another episode of the Business Growth Insights Podcast. This podcast is devoted to helping business owners succeed and grow. In each episode, we interview a successful business owner on what has helped them to succeed and how they've overcome challenges along the way. Our aim is to be the leading source of learning, encouragement, and success for small businesses. Hello, everyone. I'm David Plunis Sr. Welcome to another episode of the Business Growth Insights Podcast. Today, we are thrilled to have with us Amer Genge, CEO of 3DItemStore.com. Now, the interesting thing about Amir is he's 16 years old and uh, has a business. So I'm really interested to have a conversation with him and uh, hear his answers about his business and uh, what it does and, and and what we can learn from him, even as a young person starting a business. So let's jump right into the interview. Uh, Amir, how are you? I'm doing well. Okay, very good. Yeah. So again... You know, you're you're pretty young, so I have to start mm-hmm. there. Uh, what yeah. caused you to start a business at 16 years of age? I have always been a kid who was, like, curious all the time, asking questions. And since both of my parents were, like, they were functioning as a sales manager in their company, mm-hmm. I got to know a little of sales, how the business was operating, And I'm like, this sounds interesting to me. Like, these guys have a problem. And if I had the solution, I could actually exchange it for any type of currency. And as I was looking around the industry and looking at my skills, I saw that matching possibilities. And I was like, let's give it a go. And (laughs) has been performing really well lately. Amazing, amazing. So how old were you when you were having these ideas? So obviously you had it before you were 16. What what age? Yeah. So I would say around the age of 13, I was like, this this is what I would probably do in my 20s. Like, because when you're a kid, you always start like, oh, I want to be an astronaut or Uh I want to be this and this businessman. I'm like, "I, I will have my business. And do what I like to do. I always had the entrepreneurial thinking mindset. I'm like, this, this is me. And at 13, I actually wasn't that courage enough to park up something. But then after I got to know people and be around adults, I'm like, mm-hmm. it actually isn't the matter of age or it's more than age. It's just like the experience or the pursuit understanding of how the business operates. That's right. It's mindset, isn't it? It sure is. Absolutely. And you clearly have the entrepreneurial mindset. So that that is uh, fantastic. And of course, the earlier you start, uh, the better. You have a head start mm-hmm. on others. And by the time you get to your 20s, like you were saying, you've got a lot of experience to rely on when others Absolutely. might just be getting started. So that that is fantastic. I mm-hmm. uh, really appreciate that. I, uh, I I love to see that. So now let's talk about your business, 3DItemStore.com. Uh, what is it? What does it do for customers? So at 3D Item Store, we offer 3D modeling services to industrial companies. Most of our clients has uh, machinery systems. It can be a water treatment system or oil and gas jack pumps. They cannot bring those to the trade shows. It's impossible for them to bring them to the show, uh, showcases. But 
they would like to showcase it since it's what they sell and the customers don't see it, they won't buy it. But they've been trying to do those kind of presentations through flyers or 2D images, but it was lacking that engagement and it was too boring for other people that no one would engage with their products or presentations. Hmm. But what we do is we bring those models to the digital world and then fabricate it through 3D printing and through the small scale displays we make, once they're displayed on their boots, people will be like, oh, what is this? How, how it made, <laughs> and this is the real product. They want to touch it. They want to rotate it. And once people, it's something like the Ikea effect. When people have that involvement with the product or they're able to touch it, they're more likely to make a purchase or be satisfied with the purchase they have made. Okay, awesome. So basically, you are using 3D um, printing to help these vendors who are selling mm -hmm. 3D uh, printing related products. But you're saying... Not really, actually. Okay. They don't sell 3D printing related products. They sell industrial products. What we do is we just make a small model, got like it, one got to it. four scale, and display it for them. Got it. So that any any industrial product that might be mm -hmm. too large to bring to a trade show, you will yeah. use three D printing to produce a scaled down model that they can take mm -hmm. to the show and allow potential customers to interact with those. Absolutely. All right, that's ingenious. That's, that, exactly that's pretty it. good. So, how did you come up with this idea? So I've been playing around with three D printing since I was twelve years old. So mm -hmm. I've been a hobbyist of three D printing for the last four years. Mm -hmm. And I saw that the creativity that 3D printing brought to me because there is no, like, there is no limits with 3D printing. Yeah, there are some uh, material constraints, but you can make any part you want in your, like, on your desk. It's a desktop size printer and you can come up with any product idea. And with any other manufacturing method, it's impossible to make unique items every time. You know, people mm -hmm. make thousands and millions of units of products out there in china through injection molding mm -hmm. but it's too much capital when you're first starting and you cannot be making one product every time like one unit product every time 3d printing doesn't care you print the same thing it's same same time and same money up front so people seeing those 3d models the engagement and you combine it with the 3d printing fabrication method it just works so well like butter and bread yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. So how how is the marketplace responding to, to what you're doing? Uh, do you have customers? Uh, I do have customers. Mm -hmm. uh, some were actually looking for some uh, a company to do this kind of service. They mm -hmm. tried doing in-house in 3D fabrication, but they liked the, they couldn't find the right talent to do the job like no one have known 3d printing as much as the real hobbyist did like an engineer might be good at CAD drawings but running a 3d printing and getting a high quality item is not as easy as just sending a print and expecting a good quality and some people are willing to outsource the system but they're not uh, they don't feel secure sharing their files because they have engineering files which are uh you know engineering stuff sharing files through internet they just mm -hmm. don't like it happening but some people are they're just sold to the idea that having a, a tangible item that actually does 
reflect your brand identity and is the product, mm-hmm. but they sometimes get stuck onto the logistic problems. Like mm-hmm. the money cost problem is the customizability mm-hmm. and the perfect clients are like, man, I need this. I know I've been needing it, but I didn't know it was called the solution. A. now you introduced me to solution. A. Mm-hmm. I'm more than willing to go for it. And those people are the ones who succeed the most. That's why in our company motto, we say it will, it used to be 70, but now we increase it up to 97, 97 of industrial companies actually fail to showcase their systems, mm-hmm. but 3%, which the companies work with us are the ones that actually succeed showing, uh, succeed to showcase their systems. Mm. It's a very unique, uh, amount of people that actually gets the understanding and gets to succeed in the market which right. helps Fan- them stand out fantastic fantastic you seem to be passionate mm-hmm. and knowledgeable about what you're doing which obviously is is a good thing so question mm-hmm. for you how do these companies respond to you when they meet you for the first time and re- recognize they may not know you're 16 years old mm-hmm. but they can tell you're young how did how do they respond to that that's what always happens when we get on a call. I mean, mm-hmm. before we get, in, we get on a call, they're like, they think they're talking to a guy who's like 40 years old, very experienced, <laughs> has like 20 years of experience in sales. When they do get on a call, they have similar uh, reaction as you had like, you're 16 mm-hmm. years old doing a business. <laughs> it's not any other teenage business, no dropshipping. It's just industrial 3D printing business, mm-hmm. which is very complex. Mm-hmm. but they're like okay you might be 16 mm-hmm. uh, they're more concerned about the officiality of the business that's why i became an LLC very recently so mm-hmm. it will look more formal and official mm-hmm. but other than that they're just like you're 16 you you it seems like you do have the skills because i show them my portfolio uh, i get testimonials it doesn't matter if it's someone uh, doing the work who is 40 years old or 16 years old as long as they get the service they want that's right that's right absolutely if you know what you're doing that's all that counts right and if you have a service that they need uh, they're going to be interested and i'm sure you have a number of customers just because of the fact that you're 16 years old they're even more intrigued <laughs> and willing to see what it is you have to offer right just like i am in mm-hmm. interviewing you here yeah. today i can absolutely say that they, they are more like maybe it helps by 10 percent, but it's still there very good you see and if anyone has any doubts you can tell them about how young elon musk was when he founded his first company mm-hmm. in fact for that matter yeah. bill gates he was still in his teens mm-hmm. right so yes. you know you can highlight some of those things and let them know mm-hmm. a good idea is not age dependent mm-hmm. it's uh again it's really about the quality of the idea your knowledge and expertise and whether or not you know, it actually, you, you're actually providing a solution to their problem, you know, have an open mind. That's pretty, pretty outstanding. Uh, really appreciate that. So I know you said you started thinking about this a few years ago when you even younger, but how did you mm-hmm. develop the expertise? And I think that question is, uh, and I'll have a few more like it, but it's in, mm-hmm. I, I think it will be particularly useful for the younger entrepreneurs out there as they're listening to mm-hmm. you. Um, and when you're giving me your answer, think about them. What 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 can you say to encourage them to to have the courage uh, to do something along the lines of what you did? So as a starting point, I would just say just 
forget about those limiting beliefs. Oh, I'm just too young to get started. This is that, blah, blah, blah. Stop procrastinating. Just look for the reality, just for the real answer. And once you have it in front of you, just make a list of it, make it action plan and execute accordingly. That's what I did. Because when I was starting out, I'm like, I don't want this to be like, maybe at the age of 13, I wasn't this clear. Now I'm 16 and I go back. Yeah, this is how I was thinking that brought to me here. And it was the clarity I had in mind. If you're not clear with where you want to get to, no matter what path you choose, you will never get there. Like, because there's no destination you're looking forward to. Mm -hmm. Then what is the journey matter? But as I've seen, the journey was really fun. Since my destination is getting further and further, since I'm making higher goals, mm -hmm. it's it has been really crucial for me to create the foundation as a starting point making sure my skills were good enough to charge people in exchange of money. Because if you are doing a, I don't know, shitty product, if you are delivering a very low quality product, you will get refunds and no one will ever purchase anything from you. I just made sure that the product I will be delivering, even just for free, was highest quality that is humanly possible or my at my best. Mm -hmm. I made sure of my skills and abilities then I started small first. I started going around to restaurants that are in my local area. I mm. didn't go to LinkedIn and start posting or running ads to millions. I mm -hmm. started very small. Local restaurants around my uh, neighborhood, just asking them if they had a need for a product that wasn't actually being manufactured through other manufacturing methods, but 3D printing can enable it, which... Uh, became my first product that was a salt and pepper holder mm. uh, it was the first client I had and the first <laughs> money I made through the 3d printing and it was a great amount like it, it has been the most money I have made through the short-term investment and the beginning point it was 525 dollars mm -hmm. I made just by <laughs> selling 25 units of pepper mm -hmm. and salt holder I was mm so blown away that <laughs> i was actually able to accomplish that mm -hmm. just me like walking around the restaurants and closing a client mm -hmm. and then de delivering the service at the end getting paid was mm -hmm. a big accomplishment and at mm -hmm. the time i was 15 it was like a year ago mm -hmm. first i have done it since then i had many more clients i've been more formal instead of going to restaurants i was going to big companies that had hundreds of employees, mm -hmm. those industrial companies uh, getting on the table with CEOs and the owners of people, not just the restaurant manager. But that small starting point, the proof of concept mm -hmm. has given me, uh, like it gave me clarity for what will happen in the future. I was like in the age of 15, with this small of skill set and understanding of how business really works, because I'm just a small portion of, what mm -hmm. business actually function. I'm just getting better and better every day. At that point, it was clear to me that I will get there somewhere. And this is how I'm starting out. And it wasn't easy. It might sound like e easy because mm -hmm. I'm saying it right now, I have mm -hmm. gotten better. But I was going to school. Uh, I was new to the country actually at that time. Like mm -hmm. I moved here uh, around 
three, three, four, I would say four years ago when I started high school. I used to live in uh, back in Turkey. Uh, yes, I was getting English education. I had a strong uh, background. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was coming with a solid background from Turkey to United States, but the culture was different. The people were behaving different. Mm-hmm. The market was more or less mm-hmm. different. The money flow was different. Uh, and the language barrier, though I haven't had much problem with that, mm-hmm. uh, but some might have, but maybe it's not the language they speak. It's the language of understanding of how the business actually works. Right, the industry. It might be English. Mm-hmm. It might be Turkish. It might be any other native language of others who might be listening. It can be Spanish. But if you do talk the real language of the problem solving and understanding of someone else's pain mm-hmm. and presenting your own solution, that is the language I was looking for. I didn't have to have that Oxford or college level English. Mm-hmm. I just went there, <laughs> explained the problem. I just identified what they needed a help with. And I just presented the solution, then justified why they should work with me or why they should have my product at Mm -hmm. the end they will make a decision Mm -hmm. and going step by step taking notes i was journaling at the time still i'm journaling i go back to my notes i see how i was frustrated just going to 20 (laughs) restaurants in a week and getting no interest uh and then i was like i should have a website so i could do it digitally i should print business cards become more official Mm-hmm. All those small steps has seemed too big to me until I have actually done it and I saw results. Excellent. After all that kind of stuff has been accomplished, I'm like, yeah, this is so much stuff I have done. Mm-hmm. And that's great. I have fu- uh, built a foundation, which indicates that I can go as high as I want. It's not mm-hmm. limited to the small stick Mm-hmm. On the first story, then I mm-hmm. have to be building hundred stories on top. <laughs> that won't happen. Like if hundred stories of building was standing on one stick, mm-hmm. on the hundred first story you built on as the next, it's gonna collapse. Mm-hmm. But I want to go all the way up to thousands. That's okay. why I mentioned a clear destination will bring you to uh, maybe not as much as clear journey, but mm-hmm. somewhat planned journey. Mm-hmm. Because it might always change. That's what I have seen. It's it's not always clear how you get there, but how how you do. Well, that that's absolutely true. And I think there's one saying that if you shoot for the stars, you you may not get there, but you might hit the moon, right? Yeah. And uh, so clearly, you've taken some risk, and mm-hmm. you've developed some expertise and experience along the way. And like you said, mm-hmm. that's going to serve as a foundation for you um, having additional success. I'll throw another. Uh, saying out at you uh one I've, I've i've used often actually it's um from mike tyson you're familiar with mike tyson the boxer yeah mike tyson i, I actually box myself <laughs> okay know. very good so the um and it, and it's it's related to what you were just talking about because people sometimes they want to have a perfect business plan before they go out and get started and sometimes you just got to do it right you just got to take the initiative and uh give it some thought but but take some action Mike Tyson said that uh, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. <laughs> and and the, 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 the message there is, yes, it's good to have a plan. But once you get going actually in the real world, 
and you get punched in the mouth, as it were, you're going to have to respond to real world uh, events and, and the environment. And you're not going to experience that until you actually get the ball rolling, you get started and you've done that. So fantastic. So just a couple more questions. One is uh, for those potential clients of yours, customers of yours that might be listening, who do you see as your ideal customer right now? My ideal customer uh, persona will be someone who, first of all, is manufacturing industrial systems mm -hmm. and has that mindset to become the outlier, not doing what everyone else is doing and just stick to it because they think it works, but it can actually work much better than you think it could be working. And sometimes it's that uniqueness and will to stand out, be the outlier, be that person, and then lead to others. Because I know even in my age, so many teenagers are like, oh, I'm waiting for this guy to go up the sky so then I could follow him. They have that uh, shepherd and flock thinking, the fundamentals. But mm -hmm. if you become the shepherd or... Maybe not the shepherd. It's more like boss in the employee uh, structure. It could be the leaders and the accountability partners having their brotherhood and just take them to the next innovation that's happening in the market. Be innovative. Be uh, open to new opportunities. Mm -hmm. They're uh, more or less the same thing, being innovative and uh, open to the new opportunities. But I, what I would like to see in the market and the client I will be working with is having that open-mindedness. Because anyone with an open mind can actually make a purchase of anything, in my opinion, mm -hmm. as long as they have the pain. Okay. All right. Very good. So that was uh, excellent, uh, Emir. And how can people find you if you can give the website again and any other information about where they can find you uh, digitally, uh, that would be fantastic. What can you share? Of course, my company website is 3D Item Store. I'm also on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. My name is, my full name is Emir Ilke Genj, E-M-I-R-I-L-K-E-G-E-N-C. Anyone can email to me. My email address is E-M-I-R-G-E-N-C at 3dItemStore.com. I'm more than willing for, to help other young entrepreneurs uh, bootstrap their business idea and get started also anyone who has 3d modeling needs in the industrial company type i could help them out with any scale display models they need excellent and that's three the number three d is in david itemstore.com yes thank you for clarifying outstanding amir a wonderful interview a uh, pleasure to speak with you such a young man uh, doing uh, good things and taking initiative. Really appreciate that. Thank you for being on the show. Likewise. Thanks so much having me on. Take care. I want to thank you sincerely for listening to the podcast. Please share it with anyone that you think could benefit from it. Have a great rest of the day. And here's wishing you much joy and success.